Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Theater 5 presents The Underdeveloped Nation. Dr. Balmu, I'll try to take as little of your time as possible, but uh, this is all new to me. I've had very little to do with psychiatrists. That probably is all to the good, Colonel Taylor. Uh, Wouldn't you care to sit? Oh, thank you. I'd rather pace. Or uh, is sitting standard procedure? I always try to fly by the book. Uh, You may pace if you wish, but please, please, relax. Well, how can I relax when I know that the entire Air Force and the Defense Department think I'm nutty as a fruitcake? Oh, excuse me, Doctor. I just slipped out. Now, no one thinks you're as nutty as a fruitcake. Doctor, you're one of America's leading psychiatrists. Well, even I've heard of you. Now, would they call you in if they didn't think I was off my rocker? Colonel Taylor, when one is entrusted with the kind of missions that you are, uh, the Air Force must be cautious. Uh, But please... Tell me your story. Uh, you won't believe it any more than they did. Uh, perhaps not, but... Uh... Well, I don't care, because blast it, I'm sticking to it. I'm not crazy, and they weren't hallucinations. Uh, please, Colonel, uh, go on with your story. Very well, Doctor. Here goes. Several weeks ago, I was flying a solo. Reconnaissance mission over the Caribbean. Can't go into details. Classified. I fully understand, Colonel. My mission was successful. Everything according to plan. An A-OK milk run. When suddenly, my generators misfunctioned and all my instruments went dead. Bad show. To make things worse, I hit unexpected turbulence and my craft was caught in a severe updraft. I did my best to fight the nose down, but I lost control. I stalled, flamed out, went into a spin, couldn't eject. This was it. However, just before losing consciousness, I looked down. I I suppose it was down. Had no real knowledge of the craft's attitude. Anyway, instead of the dark night and the sea, I saw a brightly lit landscape. It made no sense. Then, I blacked out. When I regained consciousness... I found myself lying in a large field of bright yellow flowers. Really, I'd I'd never seen anything like it. My plane was nearby, totally demolished. I wasn't dead. I I was alive. I found that I still had my transistorized recorder strapped to me and decided to take oral notes of my situation. Testing. One, two, three, testing. Seems to work. Colonel Frank Taylor, United States Air Force, Operation Overbear. Official report. Lost control of craft approximately 2,300 hours. Made successful crash landing uh, somewhere. Not certain of territory. Do not recognize landmarks. Seems to be a small native village nearby. Could be Cuba. Hope to Hades it's not. Oh, brother, what Fidel could make of this? Hey, What's that? At approximately 2,330 minutes, spotted first natives coming from village. Strange looking. 
Some sort of pygmies. None over three feet high. Pygmies? We've never been briefed to expect pygmy types. How do they expect the Alliance for Progress ever to work when the Defense Department gives such sloppy briefing? Well, the little fellow seemed friendly enough. Twenty-three hundred thirty-two minutes. Native Chief is approaching me. We welcome you most heartily, and hastily, and gratefully. We're happy that you fell down from the sky. They're definitely not castroites. Uh, thank you, uh, sir. Uh, tell me, uh, where am I? I'll be delighted to tell you where you are. But first, I must confer with my council. <laughs> yes. We all agree. You are here. Oh, brother. Uh, well, uh, please, can you, can you be more specific? One moment. Yes. To be more specific, you're right here. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, excuse me for a second. 2,334 minutes have ascertained that this must be a totally underdeveloped nation. Natives are completely backward. Have little hope of getting much sense out of them. Uh, tell me, sir, who are you? Why, I'm me, the mayor. Uh, the mayor of what? Oh, no, not what. This. Uh, I see. Uh, <clears throat> well, tell me, is the American consul nearby? It's most important that I see him. Who? Who? Or is it what? The American Consul, USA, uh, Yankee, you know. One moment. This uh, American Consul thing, is it animal, vegetable, or mineral? Oh, never mind. Uh, the, the Peace Corps. Surely there must be some members of the Peace Corps nearby. Peace Corps? Uh-huh. No. But you may have an Apple Corps or a Pear Corps, if you like. We never eat them. Oh, brother. Twenty-four hundred twenty-five minutes. I'm walking along the only available roadway. It's a twisting, ridiculous thing. Poorly maintained. The cobblestones which form it are yellowing with age. Such conditions must be the result of graft and political corruption, which I suppose is the norm for these underdeveloped nations. What do they spend our money on, anyway? Felt it wise to leave Pygmy Village. The chief informed me that my craft had crashed into and killed someone. However, the tribe seemed quite happy about it. Hard to make sense out of their babbling, but the victim appeared to be some local would-be oppressor. It was just about to take over the village. But can't go around knocking off these petty local dictators without some big stink being raised at the U.N., the pygmy chief said I could find help in the capital city to which this road supposedly leads. I wouldn't bet on it. Hello! Uh-oh, somebody coming. Hello! Which way are you heading? Well, I, I'm trying to find the city. Oh, in that case, you're heading that way. <laughs> oh, look out! Oh, boy, I just fell off my pole. I'll get right up again. Shit, oh, oh, hey. hey, watch it. Watch it. Are you all right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Get me. It is now 2441 minutes. 
Finally ran into a normal-sized man, but almost wish I hadn't. Seems to be some sort of a drunk. At least his legs are quite wobbly, and he used a pole to prop himself up. His clothes are incredibly shabby, and he seems to be covered with straw. Why are you talking into that box? Oh, uh, just making notes. It's a transistorized tape recorder. Oh, a transistorized tape recorder. You understand? No. Is it uh, magic? Well, uh, I suppose that to you it, it would seem like magic. Well, why didn't you say so in the first place? Everybody understands magic. Tragic, tragic. These pitiful, superstitious people. Now, I think I'll travel along with you. It's been a long time since I've been to the city. You mind? Uh, oh, uh, not at all. 2,457 minutes. Walking along road. Decided to take drunk with me. As an American, I must do all I can to help. Poor devil. Probably can't help it. In a backward country such as this, sometimes alcohol is the only escape. Uh, look out! Don't fall again! Here, here, lean on me. Uh, that's better. My, you're surprisingly light. Yeah, just in the head. That's why I'm going with you, to get my brains replenished. What? Hey, what? Say, uh, look, uh, do you want to rest? Not at all. Well, uh, how much further is it to this city? Are you sure we're going in the right direction? Oh, of course. Don't worry. We can't get lost. We're bound to get there if we just follow the yellow brick road. Well, Doctor, do you want me to continue? But of course not. Usually, by the time I've gotten this far, I'm considered hopelessly insane. My mind is still completely open. Uh, do go on with your story. Very well. Oh, 245 minutes. Resting for a few moments after hiking for several hours. Yellow bricks hard on the feet. Although the drunk doesn't seem to care. Simple-minded fellow. He's sitting over in the field now, stuffing straw into his shirt. Probably his only way of keeping warm. Impoverished. Make a note to send care package. Do you want a drink of water? What? Do you want a drink of water? Here's a stream. No, thank you. I never touch the stuff. Uh, thought as much. Well, I'm thirsty. <clears throat> hey, what's this? Some kind of an oil can. Huh? Good heavens. Oh, 348 minutes. Discovered another native standing stiffly by the stream. Apparently some sort of eccentric. Dressed in crudely made tin suit of armor. Armor? Yep, that's right. Looks like some kind of a nut. He just wants you to oil him. Huh? Oh, of course. Oil him? Yes. He's always falling into streams and rusting himself solid. You know him? One of my best friends. Here, just put the oil can up to his mouth. You mean that, that visor? What? <laughs> That's much better. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, my good man, uh, why do you go around dressed like that? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. You probably have to make do with what you can find, huh? Well, yes. We're going to the city. Oh, may I join you? You see, I want to get my heart adjusted. My dear fellow, do you need a doctor? Huh? Doctor? What's that? Boy, I hope this recorder is working. Something must be done to better conditions here immediately. If ever a nation was ripe for communist infiltration, this is it. Oh, 0418 minutes. Continuing to follow this ridiculous road. Luckily, the eccentric is supporting the drunk most of the time, so I'm free to make observations. Eccentric is some sort of primitive woodcutter. Make note to supply him with good American chainsaw. City still nowhere in sight. We now are passing through some sort of a forest. Unpleasant-looking place and... Look out! Look out! Oh, now, don't be frightened. What do you mean? That's a wild lion charging us. I bet he's happy you called him wild. What? Hey, what is this? Are we in some kind of a game preserve? How can you allow your main highway to pass through dangerous territory like this without any warning signs? Stand back. I still have my 45. Oh, don't shoot. What? Don't shoot. I hate loud noises. It scares me silly. Did you hear that? The, the, that lion just talked. Well, sure he did. Ah, oh, you frightened him. Another one of your friends? Uh-huh. I must be losing my mind. I gotta get out of here. Oh, 532 minutes. All four of us continuing a long road. Lion proved to be some native in masquerade costume. Probably carnival time or something. Lucky thing for me and the State Department, I didn't shoot. Boy, what the Reds could make out of that. The masquerader joined us. Wants to go to the city, too. And get this. To get his courage polished up. Superstition still runs amok in these underdeveloped nations. Evidently, totems still mean a great deal to natives. 0752 minutes. Finally at the city. And what a place it is. Impossible to describe. A huge place. Surprising architecture. Something like the New York World's Fair. But so ostentatious. To think what passes for beauty in these backward countries. Buildings seem to be plastered with millions of green taillight reflectors. So that's how they spend the foreign aid money we send them. On taillight reflectors. Oh, no. They're emeralds. Don't be ridiculous. There aren't that many emeralds in the world. That's impossible. It's got to be. Think what it would do to the world's balance of wealth and rates of exchange if they were real. Oh, 814 minutes. Natives friendly enough, but can make little sense out of them. Wait a minute. Here comes someone who looks a bit civilized. Matter of fact, she's quite lovely. Thank heaven they have some of the right kind of people around here. Welcome. I'm the good witch of the north. Oh, she's as nutty as the rest of them. Better watch my step, though. She might be a pinko dupe. Oh, uh, well, how do you do, ma'am? I'd, uh... I'd like to see the American consul as soon as I can. Oh, I'm afraid that's impossible. You see, the American consul returned to Kansas with their little dog. 
years ago. We had a woman down here? Oh, how do you like that? Well, might I see the governor or the mayor or uh, whatever you call him, the boss man, Savvy? Oh, he's also gone. He left shortly before the American ambassadors. By balloon. Balloon? You mean you still use lighter-than-aircraft? Yeah, well, uh, tell me, is there a landing strip nearby? Look, I'll make it worth your while. I'll see that Washington send down some more, some more foreign aid. Oh, thank you. But we don't need aid. You do. Huh? Oh, those Reds have you so brainwashed, you won't even accept our money anymore, huh? I beg your pardon. Look, lady, I've got to get back to stateside. Well, that's very simple. Here, take this silver slipper. I huh? Hold it in your hand. Then just dream of where you want to go, and you'll be transported there. Lady, I don't dream. I navigate. I'll call it what you will. Please, take the slipper. Oh, very well. Anything to make you happy. Now close your eyes and repeat your destination over and over again. Uh, uh, Fort Anderson Air Force Base. Fort Anderson Air Force Base. Fort Anderson Air Force Base. And then I, I lost consciousness. Next thing I knew, I, I was picked up and brought here. And that's it, Dr. Baumel. Yes, uh, fascinating. Tell me, did it ever occur to you that it all might be a dream? Look, Doctor, I said I don't dream. I see. Uh, Colonel, what books did you read as a child? Specifically, fairy tales? Huh? Well, I, I don't believe I ever read any fairy tales. Uh, from early childhood on, I was only interested in technical stuff. What a pity. Well, then I suppose your verdict is that I am insane, huh? Insane? Oh, dear me, no, no, indeed. Uh, but tell me, if I gave you a clean bill of health, do you suppose you could fly me back to that underdeveloped nation? <laughs> Doctor, if I have to, I can fly anybody anywhere. Uh. Doctor, what do you mean, back? You see, I could never find my way. And it's been so long since I left. But now, perhaps with modern navigational equipment, oh, don't look so astonished. <laughs> I suppose I'm not quite what I appear to be. What? Dr. Baumel, everybody knows that you're one of the most distinguished psychiatrists in the world. Why, you've, you've helped hundreds of people regain their sanity. Ah, yes, their sanity. And sometimes, their brains, their hearts, and their courage. Doctor, I... Psychiatrist, genius, call it what you will. It's really the same thing, you see. Maybe the word is... Wizard.
Podcast presented Underdeveloped Nation, written by Romeo Muller, produced and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Ralph Camargo, John McGovern, Cecil Roy, Robert Dryden, Cliff Carpenter, William Griffiths, and Ann Seymour. Audio engineers Marty Folia and Neil Pulse. Sound technician Ed Blaney. Script editor Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Boy speaking. Theater 5 continues after late news.